honor and praise and glory this morning, Heavenly Father. And we come to you before your precious throne, Lord God, with the joy of the Lord in our hearts. We praise you and we glorify you. We magnify and adore you, Heavenly Father, Lord God. We are grateful this morning, Lord God, for all the wonderful things that you always do. We are blessed, Lord God, to be here, Lord God, this morning. We are blessed, Lord God, to be in the land of the living, Heavenly Father, and are able to praise your holy name. For you are glorious, you are holy, you are awesome, and you are true. You are the only God that ever have been and ever will be. We worship the true living God, the true living King. And we thank you, Lord God, for your son, Jesus Christ, who shed his precious blood for our sins on Calvary. We yes. thank you for the blood of the awesome, sinless, spotless Lamb of God. And we thank you, Lord God, that we're covered in the blood this morning, Heavenly Father. And we thank you for your peace that surpasses all understanding as to guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And we thank you for loving us so much, Lord God, that you kept us all through the night. You protect us, Lord God, and kept us safe. And you touched us and woke us up, woke us up this morning, Heavenly Father, Lord God, to see another day. For we know this is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. For God is our strength and our refuge. He is our fortress, our very present help in that time of need. He is our comforter. The Holy Spirit is our comforter, our advocate. And we thank you for the Holy Spirit this morning. And we pray that the Holy Spirit will have his way this morning. That the Holy Spirit will move freely among us, Lord God. And we know, Lord God, that the Holy Spirit, Lord God, it is uh, as powerful, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we know, Lord God, that your word is also powerful. And we thank you for your word that's going to go forth this morning in the power and demonstration by the Holy Spirit. And Heavenly Father, we thank you for everyone, Lord God, that's gathered here this morning for this service, Heavenly Father, Lord God. We want to thank you for all our guests. Everyone, Lord God, is here this morning, Heavenly Father. Those, Lord God, that are in other countries have no father they're welcome here lord god and we love them and we love to have them here lord god and we thank you for how you're moving in a powerful way lord god because you are a powerful god heavenly father and where your love and your compassion surpasses all knowledge heavenly father lord god and you know all heavenly father and you see all heavenly father lord god and we trust in your unfailing love heavenly father lord god for you are merciful and kind, and you are great and awesome, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we pray, Lord God, during this service, Lord God, that your will be done, Heavenly Father, Lord God. We pray that you smile upon this service, Lord God, that everything that we do will bring honor and glory and praise to your holy name, Heavenly Father. And everything that we do, Lord God, is for your praise and glory, Heavenly Father, Lord God. Nobody gets glory but God, Heavenly Father, Lord God. Because without you, Lord God, we can't do nothing, Heavenly Father. And we thank you, Lord God, for the teachings of Lord God, of Reverend Robinson, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for your anointing upon him, Lord God. And we know that you filled his mouth this morning. That the word that comes out of his mouth would be your words, Heavenly Father, Lord God. That he will speak what you have for him to speak, Lord God. And Heavenly Father, that he will continue to follow the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for blessing him, Lord God, with knowledge of your word, Heavenly Father, Lord God, and giving him wisdom, Lord God, and revelation, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for also for our Pastor Frazier, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for her, Lord God, being the one woman of God. And we thank you, Lord God, for all that she does, Heavenly Father. And we 
ask you, Lord God, continue to bless our pastor. Continue to strengthen her each and every day, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that you love her, Lord God. And she is the apple of your eye, Lord God. And we thank you for every saint this morning, everyone that's present this morning, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that you love us, that you know what our needs are even before we ask, Lord God. And we brought us from a mighty long ways, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for the good work that you've begun in us. And we can be confident in the good work that you have begun in us, Lord God, that you bring it to completion in the day of Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we thank you for taking us from faith to faith and from glory to glory. And we thank you for meeting the needs of your people, Heavenly Father. We thank you for answering our prayers, Heavenly Father, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for keeping us safe and keeping our families safe, Lord God. Continue to keep us, Lord God, surrounded by your love and arms, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we glorify you and we praise your holy name, for you are more than worthy to be praised and greatly to be praised. And we worship you, Lord God, this morning. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Make a joyful shout unto the Lord, O ye lands. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, in the name of Jesus Christ. And we bind up the enemy this morning, that Satan will not have his way on this church, service, Heavenly Father. He will not interfere nor interrupt or disturb this service, Heavenly Father, Lord God, because the enemy, Lord God, is defeated. And you have placed him beneath our feet, and we have the victory in Jesus, and we belong to you, Lord God, and we, we are your very own possession, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, there won't be no interruption or interference, Lord God, by the enemy this morning. And we plead the blood of Jesus this morning. And we thank you, Lord God, that we're covered in the blood, that we're under the blood this morning, Heavenly Father. And we praise you and we glorify your holy name, Heavenly Father. And we pray, Lord God, that if anybody that needs to be saved will be saved this morning, Heavenly Father, and filled with the Holy Spirit, Lord God. For Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through him. He is the door. He is the great, good, great shepherd. And Lord God, and we thank you that we are the sheep of your pasture. And we are your very own possessions. And we thank you for your love and kindness. And we just want to give you all honor and glory and praise this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And we say amen. 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 Praise God. Well, we're going to go further into the service and we welcome Nita. I saw that we had Nita join us this morning. So we welcome Hi. So we're going to have some praise and Thank worship. You. And I'm going to open the door for my food guy. <laughs> Morning. Good morning, Monisa. Are you? You got the music or? Yeah, what? just one second. It's um for some reason it's a problem. Okay. Okay, for some reason, hold on. Let me try one more thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can talk to Reverend with the, with the selection. Huh? Say that again. What'd you say, Monisa? I said you could start us off, you know, with your selection. Oh, I didn't do it because I thought you had it. Let me, um... With your voice the, that the Lord gave you. With the Oh, my God. You want me to sing this morning? 
<laughs> oh my god i haven't sung in such a long time come on you're scaring me we got visitors from the philippines we don't we don't want to scare them away with my singing <laughs> but you are alpha and omega somebody help me we worship you our lord you are worthy to be praised let's sing it again you are alpha and omega we worship you our lord you are worthy to be praised let's give him all the glory we give you the glory we worship you our lord you are worthy to be praised give him all the glory we give you all the glory we worship you our lord you are worthy to be Cause you are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. So we're having, a, I want y'all to know, we're having a little technical difficulty. Our song. Our song today was supposed to be, uh, I'm going to try to find it for us today real quick and see if I can get it on there. But you know, the devil is a lie. So the devil knows that you want to do one thing and God has planted one thing in your heart and your mind, but he wants to do something else. Monisa, what was my song? See, he'd have made me forget my song. Here, I'll, I'll, I have one to play, but it may, it's not going to be, the computer won't work, but I'll do it through the phone and see. Okay. Sounds pretty good to me. Uh oh. Okay, so it's cutting in and out. My name is Henry. Working within Amazon Transportation Services, I nearly saw the challenge of climate change. We want to be sustainable.
Okay, that one's breaking in and out. Uh, let me try something real quick, guys. Every chance. 
Amen. Amen. All right. You know, Amen. Devil, you know, the devil uh, was the music minister in heaven when he was an archangel. And uh, when he fell, he fell from grace and took a third of the angels with him when he was cast out because he decided that he knew as much as God. And so his name was Lucifer in heaven. And today we call him Satan. So he took a third of the angels and they fell from heaven with him. And those are demons as we know them today. But what I want to say to you is that he still tries to interfere with the least ministry. Very, very much he tries to interfere with the music. So I don't know what happened this morning, but I find the devil and I'll know next week if I didn't do it last night to take authority over him. So he leaves the music alone. And uh, for our people who are doing that, I sent you all a text, a couple of uh, texts with uh, music on them so you can check those out this week. So we praise the Lord this morning. And we know that he is a chain breaker. So uh, we can count on him for deliverance. We can count on him for whatever we need this morning. And so we're going to hear the word of God now. And then maybe after that, we can have another musical selection. But we're going to go ahead with the word of God this morning. And so our Reverend Robertson is going to bring us the word this morning. So I introduce to some and present to others the Reverend Richard Robertson, who will bring us uh, a word from the Lord this morning. So you can say amen. 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 So first, I, I got to say, I'm glad to see everybody. Uh, Nita, Sabrina, my friend Alma, all the way from the Philippines, where, where it's wee hours in the morning. I really do appreciate you all coming. And and I just got to tell you, you know, um, I was afraid the pastor was just going to preach some of my sermon. <laughs> she has a habit of doing that <laughs> accidentally. But see, God puts words on your hearts and you have to do what God tells you to do. So I had a sermon. See, I'm the type of person when I know it's my turn to preach, I study and I study the sermon. But the sermon I studied, it was not the one that I was supposed to be given today. So Wednesday, God put something else in my heart. See, I wanted to talk about the armor of God, putting on that armor of God. And I wanted to talk about what the armor was. But God put in my heart something different. He said, I don't want you to talk about what the armor is, I want you to talk about the spiritual part of putting on the armor. See, we get up every morning and we put on our clothes, we get dressed to go out in public. But do we put on some armor to protect us from everything that's going on out in the public? See, the thing is, uh, also about this sermon today, it's very weird because every time since he put this on my mind that I tried to study and get some knowledge on this particular subject that I want to talk about today, the enemy stepped in. The enemy stepped in at work when I thought about this subject. The enemy stepped in at home when I thought about this subject. The enemy stepped in today while I was getting prepared to bring you this word. As you can see, you'll see a bunch of spider webs behind me because I had to come on my porch to do this sermon. 
because the enemy wanted to interfere with me today. But we have grandkids, and I, I'm not a Halloween guy. But I have grandkids. They deserve to take to Halloween the way they want to take Halloween. So they needed the spiders, and, and, and I'm cool. And I'm cool with that. They're children. See, I grew up, my uncle didn't believe in Halloween, the man who raised me. So I never had it. I never put on costumes. I never went out and trick-or-treat as far as I can remember. That's neither here or there. So what I want to bring to you today is that the enemy is working hard on us. The enemy is always trying to distract us, keeping us from doing what God wants us to do. And so the enemy kept distracting me while I'm trying to give this message. And I kept asking God, God, you gave me the message to give, but you haven't given me scriptures. You haven't given me anything to study. And every time I did find something, I was distracted. And then I realized, see, I listened to uh, uh, the teachings of Dr. Tony Evans a lot. And he said, if the enemy is trying to distract you from what God wants you to do, that's a good thing. And I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, well, how could that be a good thing? Because if the enemy is trying to distract you from what God wants you to do, that means you're doing, you're on your way of doing the right thing. Else the enemy wouldn't be trying to distract you. If you wasn't doing the right thing, the enemy would not try to distract you and so the enemy kept distracting me and i couldn't get it together but see last night it came to me now i'm going somewhere with this so i want y'all to stick with me so all of a sudden last night i get off of work at eight o'clock at night and i'm like god i still you haven't sent me that answer yet god then it hit me something was said in bible study and it wasn't the big focus of the Bible study, but something was said in Bible study out of Daniel 9. And so I went into Daniel 9 just on that thought that I was going to read that because it came to mind that it was in Bible study. So what I found out in Daniel 9 is this was the word that God gave me to give to you. So we're going to come out of, uh, first of all, I just like to say, Father God, I just thank you today, Father God. I pray that the words that come out of my mouth will be acceptable to your heart, Father God. And Father God, I know, Father God, is my eyes, but your vision, Father God, I know is my heart, Father God, but please let it be your thoughts, Father God. I know it's my mouth, but let it be your words. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Please say amen. All right. So what I'm coming out of today, before I go to Daniel, I'm sorry. And today I got to be all over the place because not only did God give me the scripture in Daniel, he poured out scriptures to me last night. He poured out scriptures and he said, yes, the enemy been distracting you because I needed to give this to you last night. So you'll be fresh this morning. Praise God. So I'm going to start number one in Ephesians 6 and 18. So I want you to turn your Bibles first to Ephesians 18, because 6 and 18, because see, we need to put on our spiritual armor to protect us from this virus. We need to put on our spiritual armor to protect us from the wicked one who's always trying to attack us. We need to protect yeah. us from our own friends and family. Amen. We need the protection from 
for everywhere we step out these days, we need protection. How do you get spiritual protection? You get spiritual protection through prayer. A conscious contact with God. That's how you get spiritual protection. And before I go into this, we pray every night at seven o'clock, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Bible study, Friday, uh, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday prayer. The reason why I'm telling you this, because there is power in prayer. And some people I've heard so many excuses. I heard people say, well, it's so long I fall asleep. Guess what? You fall asleep in the power of prayer. You wake up anointed. I've heard people tell me that Richard prayer is so long and I just get sleepy. Guess what? I fell asleep twice during our prayer session. I fell asleep twice. I woke up feeling marvelous because I fell asleep in prayer. There is no excuse. And not to sprinkle. So I heard somebody say that they feel much better after prayer. But I don't hardly see them on prayer. And I couldn't understand it at first. But then it hit me. See, I have a problem with this vaping thing. Every time I vape, I feel so bad on the inside, but it tastes so good. See, the enemy will give you something that tastes good, but it's really bad for you. So even though I know that I'm going to feel bad when I take this thing with German chocolate cake in it, that tastes good, I know that I'm going to feel bad. But I do it. But I do it. So it came to me, well, Richard, how can you say anything about somebody who feels good about prayer but not in prayer? Huh? Y'all too dear me not to hear me, and I hope everybody's following me here. So spiritual armor is what we're talking about today. You get it through praying. Ephesians uh, 6 and 18 says, Pray in praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perse per perseverance and supplication for all saints. So let me run that by you because the most important thing that came out was praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. We need to always pray. We can't slip on prayer. Now, see, what I was telling you earlier is that I was asking God for these verses. And then I was saying, God, it's Saturday. You ain't gave me these verses. Then he do many on me. But check this one out that he do on me, which came in Bible study. I hope y'all following me because I have a lot of stuff on here. And, uh, I want you guys to go to Daniel chapter 10, verse 12. Daniel chapter 10, verse 12. And this is going to sum up all this stuff I'm just rattling at the mouth with. Because a lot of times we ask God for something. Then we say, well, I prayed for it and it didn't happen. Then we say, I prayed for this. I prayed for that. Well, I don't believe in prayer because I prayed and it didn't happen. Well, let me tell you what it says in Daniel 10 and 13 and 12. I'm sorry. Then said to him, fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that, that thou did, did have set thy heart to understand 
and chastened thyself before thy God, thy word was heard, and I came to thy. So what it means is, what's that saying in Daniel? The first day that you prayed, the day that you prayed, God heard you. God answered that prayer. So what I'm trying to tell you guys, we have prayed. God has heard us and already answered the prayer. Well, you might say, well, Reverend, I haven't seen any changes and I haven't seen those prayers be answered. Trust me, God heard you. If you're praying in God's will, God heard your prayers. He's answered your prayers. But this is what happened. This may explain it a little better. Go to uh, number 13, Daniel 10, number 13. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and 20 days. So what he just said right there, that God had sent someone to answer his prayer. But it took 21 days. It took 21 days because the prince of Persia, which was a dark angel. So it was an angel, but this angel called himself a prince and that made him a dark angel. This is what my study tells me. It made him a dark angel. He called himself a prince of Persia, stood in the way of Gabriel, which was the angel trying to get that message over to Daniel. So what I'm trying to tell you is that he made the prayer. God heard the prayer. He sent the prayer that day, that particular day that Daniel made that prayer. Why did it take 21 days for that prayer to get to Daniel? So it goes on to say in 13, I'll start at the beginning, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and 20 days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, when Michael is the archangel angel came to help me and I remained there with the king of Persia. Here's the deal. God sent Gabriel to deliver that answer to Daniel's prayer. And it started right after Daniel said the prayer. But on Daniel's way, because, see, that's the heavenly realm. But when you get down to the earthly realm, there's some enemies, there's some devils here because the devil roams on this land that we're at down here. So the devil, let me see if I can put it another way. So God's post office sent the letter, but the devil's post office stopped, interjected that letter. So the devil interjected that letter and it didn't get to David when David thought, it should have got to him because he had prayed for it. It took 21 days later because Gabriel was stopped by the prince of Persia, which was an angel, but a devilish angel. He was stopped. So what God did, he sent the big guns out there. He went to the archangel. He said, Michael, go down there, help Gabriel to get this message to Daniel. And the reason why God sent the big guns, because Daniel was still in prayer and in still favor with God. I hope y'all following me here because this is what was told to give to me. They got me outside. I'm getting hot. Let me take off the hat. So when God sent the archangel, Michael, God sent the big guns out there. And see, that's what God would do. So what they did was they double teamed that Persian uh, uh, demon because we have the power. 
we have the power in Jesus Christ. We have the power in God. So these people and these things that's going on in this realm means nothing. If we put on our ephod and we go to God in prayer, but we don't keep praying for the same thing, y'all. After we pray for what we need, if that's in God's will, we actually got it. So what we have to do after that is believe. It's believe in the prayer and believe that what we ask God for, that God will give it to us if it's in his will. So we don't keep praying. See, Daniel didn't keep praying. Uh, God sent me to answer. God sent me to answer. He may have prayed, God, I've asked the question. I'm just waiting on the answer because I know you and I know that you will give me the answer. But what Daniel didn't know, the answer was already there. So what happens is, guys, we have prayed for friends. We have prayed for family. And those prayers have been answered because those prayers are just with the Lord that you want help for your friends and you want help for your family. So next time you pray, keep that person in mind, but believe what you prayed for. If you don't believe in what you prayed for, it's just not going to happen. And that's just the truth. But it goes on to say, and let me see, where did I leave off here? Now I have come to make thee understand what shall befall thy people in the latter days, for yet the vision is for many days. See, Daniel had a dream and Daniel wanted to know what was this dream about. And you guys have to read this on your own because he gave me so many things to, 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 to say today. And I don't want to get all mixed up today. And I hope everybody's following me. So Daniel had a dream and he wanted to know what does this mean? But Daniel's dream wasn't for today. Well, I take that back. It wasn't for that day. Daniel's dream, and you need to go back and read that book, is for what's happening today. And so that's why the enemy told him, for yet the vision is for many days. That means many days far away. But that's not part of the sermon, but I just wanted to uh, put that in there as well. So what we need to do, guys, we need to do more praying. I want each and every one of y'all, if y'all can, just one day a week or maybe twice, just jump on the prayer line. See, because at first when we started this prayer, my prayers wasn't that great in public. See, I can pray in private all day long, but I couldn't really pray. And I felt bad as a minister that I couldn't pray in public that bad, that good. So what I did was I started listening to prayer and I started inviting the Holy Spirit in because nobody hears me. But before I say, before I pray every day, I say, Holy Spirit, please interfere. Holy Spirit, please enter my body and give me what and show me what needs to be prayed for and show me what I need to pray because I know not what I need to pray every day at seven o'clock. But as I've listened to prayer from the pastor, the deacon, because we're sometimes the only ones on there. As I start listening, then I start understanding more about prayer. And I start understanding, uh, uh, inviting the Holy Spirit in and learning more about prayer. But I got to keep going because I'm getting way off the subject here. So it says, Ephesians 6 and 11, I told you I'm going to be all over the place. It said, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. 
So this is where I started at, y'all. So as we go outside, the enemy is looking to attack us because, hey, we're praying before we go outside. I hope you are anyway. And what it says is you need to put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. It goes on to say in Ephesians 6 and 12, for the whistle not be, uh, for the wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rules of darkness of this world, of this world. So what this is saying is if we're not protected, then the enemy feels good to come in and get us each and every time. We need to pray before we go out there. We need to believe in what we pray. We need to put on the whole armor of God. And we need to put that armor in, in the power of prayer. So what happened to me also, and I want y'all to know whatever you going through, whatever you're going through, there's an answer for it in the Bible. So you might go to Uncle Johnny or Aunt Sue. They don't have the answer. Every problem you go through, there's an answer in the Bible. This is what I did, guys. So when uh, I became a minister, pastor gave me this book. When I became a minister, I read that book. When she ordained me as a reverend, she gave me this book. And I read this book. Yes, I'm going somewhere with this. So when I was in CVS, the store, I saw this book and I said, oh, that book is pretty. It's like the book that the pastor gave me when I became a reverend. It's the same color as the one she gave me when I became a minister. I bought this book because it was pretty, y'all. But if you look at the title of this book, it says, Prayers for Difficult Times. See, I bought the book because it was pretty, but I needed to read the book. If any of y'all any of y'all got the book and, and ain't read it, uh, anybody got that Bible on the table as a, a centerpiece and ain't read it yet, or got that Bible uh, uh, somewhere and don't really pick it up, but it looked cute on the table, that's what I did with this book. But see what I found out, that Anything I was going through, anything I was going through, it showed me that it was a prayer for that and a scripture for that. And so I want y'all to know that. And so I'm feeling good. So if you have any issues or you're going through, let me just run a couple of things by you. It says, if you got enemies, there's a scripture for that. I like to give it to you. If you got enemies, you can send a text uh, through this thing. And if you want to say that, hey, I got enemies, give me that scripture. See, I can't tell you what to pray, but I can tell you what the scripture says about it. Amen. If you have a gambling problem, if you have greed, if you got some hidden sins, it's a scripture for that. I don't care what you got. If you think that you got a curse on your life. See, I don't believe in curses, so I don't think they can hit me. But if you think you got a curse on your life, a family curse or whatever, it's scriptures for that. And I like to give them to you. It's scriptures on here if you're going through violence in your life. 
It's scriptures in the Bible if you're going to a uh, uh, job loss, insomnia. I'm telling you something, guys. The Bible that was written so many years ago is still in effect right now in our daily lives. The stuff that's in the Bible right now is affecting our in our daily lives. I wanted to, uh, nobody's sending me an issue or a problem, and you can do it privately. You can text and say, hey, I want to know about domestic violence. Then I can get you started right here. Don't nobody hear me. Okay, so I'm just going to start with this one because people have been abused. So people have been abused before in their in their childhood, but they still suffering from it today because they haven't let it go. So what it says about abuse is, and we all know this one, the thief comes only to steal, kill and destroy. I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So what does that have to do with abuse? Because that's what the enemy does to us. He abuses us. Then he drill, we drill on it for years and years to come. And then here we get older and we still have that problem right here. So if you went to John's 10 and 10, it'll give you more on that. So here's what I uh, also wanted to give you. And I'm not going to uh, uh, keep you guys long. I don't have a long sermon today. But when you pray to God, you have to put on your ephod. If you don't know what the ephod is, go to my podcast and listen to Don't Focus on the Storm. It talks more about the ephod. The ephod is something you put on and we all have it. So when you put on your ephod, you want to go to God, directly to God with your direct problem and you don't want to sugarcoat it. You don't want to say this and say that. You want to go to God with directly what's going on. So I want to read this to you. It says, don't bargain with God. Be direct. Ask for what you need. This isn't a cat or mouse game, hide or seek game we're in if, if, that we're in. If you're a child, and ask for bread, do you trick them with sawdust? If you ask for fish, do you scare them with a live snake on their plate? As bad as you may be, you wouldn't think of such things. Your least descent to your own child. So don't think the God who conceived you in love would even will uh, in love will be even better. So in other words, what this is saying, guys, don't bargain with God. Go to wreck. Tell him what's on your mind. Tell him what's happening. If you don't give him the problem direct, you cannot get the answer direct. Anybody feel me out there? Give me a shake of the head or amen or something there. Because like I said, it was the reason why God gave me this. Amen. And, and and the reason why God gave me this sermon is just for the simple fact of what I've been going through and what the enemy has been doing on me. And I needed some help. I needed some help to say, enemy, uh, get thee behind me. See, I do pray and I do do things, but we do know the more and more you turn to God and the more and more you do God's work, the more and more the enemy attacks but what Dr. what Dr. Tony Evans said, if the enemy's attacking, it's a good thing. 
It's a good thing because that means your blessings, your prayers have been heard, your answer is on the way, and what you need to do is hold on. I'm sorry, that's what you get for having to do your sermon on the porch to get the motorcycle. So what God wants you to do is hold on. He wants you to believe in him, and he wants you to know that the answer to your prayer is on the way. But if you give up before what they say in uh, uh, in Narcotics Anonymous, don't leave before the miracle happens. Don't give up before the miracle happens. God is still in the miracle making business, y'all. God is still there during the pandemic. God is still there during the storm. But you got to remember, God did not always just promise us sunshine. He gives us a little rain so we can appreciate that sunshine when it shines. God don't want us to always uh, 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 see what's going on the best and, and all the good things because we won't know how to handle something when the bad thing comes. So what I want to tell you guys, and I'm going to leave you with this, there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in prayer. There is power in prayer. When you pray, God does not work in a microwave minute. When you pray, you need to believe in what you pray. See, let me explain what prayer is. One thing I want to tell you about prayer before I leave here. Um, what I want to tell you is when you pray, prayer is giving heaven permission to intervene. I'm going to say that again. Prayer is giving heaven permission to intervene. Why in the world would heaven, would God need permission to intervene? See, because we serve a God that gives us a choice. See, everyone has a choice to serve God or not. God doesn't make us serve him. He gives us a choice. So therefore, when we pray, we given God permission to intervene in what we're praying for, to intervene from the realm, the heavenly realm, into this earthly realm. We're giving God permission. If you're not giving him the permission, guess what? He's not going to beg you to come in. He's going to knock on the door and ask, could he enter? But if you don't allow him in, then he'll come back tomorrow. But he's not going to make you let him in. So when you pray, I want you to think about this. Make sure you know that prayer is giving heaven, heaven permission to intercede, to come into your life. He joins us when we invite him to join us. Anybody feel me on that? Y'all too me not to hear me. He comes in when we invite him in. And that's what we have to do. So I don't know. Uh, uh, like I say, this sermon was not one of my two week plan sermon, but I have to do what God tells me to do. And this sermon may not have been for everybody, but I know it was for somebody. I have to do what God tells me to do. God told me to pray and talk about the armor of God, which we need to put on spiritually. I'm not talking about clothing. I'm talking about spiritually. And we need to do it every day before we walk out the door because the enemy is waiting to attack us. 
each and every time we go out that door, especially us, a few of us who has been with the enemy. See, everybody knows my story. Everybody knows I was a drug addict for many, many years. And some of us on this uh, uh, on this right here also know. So we've been through some things with the enemy. So now we're on the other side of the fence and the enemy don't like it. Now we worship God, but the enemy don't like it. But I'm here to tell you that we can still worship God and the enemy will be right there next to us. So we have to put on our whole armor of God. I'm just going to leave you with that. Can I get an amen? Amen. All right, Pastor. I'm going to turn it back over to you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. So we turned it back over yes. to the pastor. Uh-oh, I think you're on mute, pastor. There you go. I thought I was already on mute. Uh, I just want to add to that a little bit. Uh, first of all, as far as putting on the armor, uh, I was taught uh, in my uh, preparation for ministry that you put on your armor every day, as he said, and somebody said, well, if you have it on once, why you have to keep on putting it on? Because you're supposed to grow in the spirit. So as you grow in the spirit, you need a larger size of armor. So it's something that you practice, and all you have to do is go to that scripture and follow the directions, and you can put on the helmet of salvation. You can take care of uh, your breastplate plate of righteousness. You can do all of that, and it's just a good practice because you need to hear yourself saying what that word says. You see, the more we speak the word to ourselves, the more we get uh, spirit, the scripture into our spirit so when we need uh, some help and we don't have our Bible just sitting there with us the Holy Spirit will bring up what is on the inside of us and cause us to be able to speak it out of our mouths because what we speak out of our mouth has power and that's why we need to learn how to pray the word and so when we pray the word, instead of just asking all of the time, we begin to thank God in advance. So most of us pray, thank you, Lord, for, the, for waking me up. Thank you, Lord, for <clears throat> getting me home safely. Thank you, Lord, for waking me up this morning. Because as we thank him, we are confirming that we believe that he's done it. And so with Daniel, Daniel is an Old Testament saint, and uh, we're studying that in Bible study right now. And we know that the angel came to him to say, we heard you the first time. That's my translation. We heard you the first time. But you see, it took time because the devil tried to intervene and keep that angel from bringing him the word. So with us, when we thank him, 
when we pray in advance, we thank him in advance, the manifestation may not come right after we close our mouth. So then we that's where our faith comes in. We have to put our faith into play and wait on the Lord until the manifestation comes. But our faith says we already know we have it. So I'm not repeating preaching his sermon. And like he said, sometime I start before he gets started. But that's just the Holy Spirit showing me what's coming up the road. And I have to be really careful because uh, <laughs> if I speak it out of my mouth, then uh, I've stole his sermon. And uh, God is not into stealing. But I do want to say this to you, and I took some notes because I want to make sure you understand. And Reverend is young in his ministry, and I I respect uh, his what he studies, and of course we are uh, always learning. Everybody's always learning. But I need to tell you that you have the Holy Spirit in you. You don't have to ask for Him to be in you, unless you do something to blaspheme God. And if you do something to blaspheme God, then the Holy Spirit is not in you anymore because he's grieved. We can grieve the Holy Spirit. I started doing some teaching on the Holy Spirit, and I'll be doing more. As a matter of fact, I was studying yesterday another uh, lesson that I want to share with you all at another time. But uh, I just want to say you have the Holy Spirit in you. If you say he's there. And some of have the infilling, which is uh, evidenced by speaking in other tongues. But if even if you don't have the infilling, you have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. So I want to make that clear. And then the last thing I want to say is, I want you to be careful about who you let teach you about prayer. <laughs> and the reason I'm saying that is, is because the Lord called me to intercessory prayer many, many years ago. And I hadn't been taught about that in the church that I was in. And so he had to move me to a place where I could get the teaching and the scripture uh, learning that goes along with prayer. So there are many books out there, and I don't know where, uh, that the writer that Reverend is talking about. It sounds like he has a lot of scripture, and that's good. But if you really want to learn about prayer, there are ones that I can uh, recommend to you. And one is the prayers that avail very much. This woman's name is Copeland, and she, she teaches according to the scripture. And I do know that because I have plenty of her books. The other person that uh, I, uh, I recommend is Eckhart, and he uh, operates in the office of a prophet, or, uh, and, uh, but he has uh, excellent books on prayer, and uh, we'll be talking about some of those again, but I just wanted to put that out there, so I'm always interested when y'all get books, who wrote them, because it's really important that you begin to learn to look up that author, to know what they're teaching, because just because they say that they're saved doesn't mean that they are saved. And just because uh, they say that, you know, this is what they believe, it's not necessarily what we believe as people who have accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. And many people use prayer 
in a way that is witchcraft. So we don't want that. That's not of God. And so I'm not going to go on with this, but that's what we need to be knowing when we're talking about prayer. And Reverend is doing a wonderful job of doing research, but I've been doing this job for about 50 years now. So uh, I don't know everything. Only God knows everything. But there's some things that I can say to enhance what he's teaching. So that's what I'm doing this morning. I'm not criticizing. I'm not doing any of that. I just want to enhance what he's already said to you. Because prayer is really important. So that's what I really want to let you know. But please know that I am so proud of him and his progress. Okay. And his teaching and in his teaching and yeah. in his praying because he was one of those ones that when we prayed together, he didn't say nothing. <laughs> but now I call on him and he can get a prayer through. That's what we said in the old in the old days. Get a prayer through. His prayers don't just go up to the ceiling. They go up to heaven. And so I would ask him to pray for folks and be sure that they were blessed and that their prayers were heard. So I just want to say that too. So this morning, this is the time that we would be going into our communion service. But because we're not all together, we haven't been trying to have a communion service. So what I'm going to ask, if you're going to join us next week, just get you uh, a little cup or something and put a little juice in it. If you don't have any grape juice, just put a little orange juice in it it, or whatever. And get a little piece of a cracker. You might have some oyster crackers or whatever. And let's next Sunday plan on having a communion service after the sermon together. Because we just want to memorialize our Lord's uh, crucifixion, his death, and his resurrection. And that's how we do that. So I just want to have us do that together. And I am so happy this morning for all of you that have joined us. Many of you uh, follow Reverend Robeson's podcast or you work with him. And then for those those, uh, that I call the old timers, the 